Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, here with Michael Carpenter. Today we're talking to Gastonia's own metalcore quintet, Fault Union. These high school friends turned real-world bandmates have been writing music since 2011, and after a three-year hiatus have returned to the scene with a brand new fire and passion. They recently released the single, Temporary, and are sharing that with us now.
Hell yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say is hell yes. If that didn't make you move, then just then go home. Quit go, listening. Go home. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Guys, that was intense. That was suspenseful. Thanks, yeah. So well done, you know. So let's get started by going around, introducing yourselves to our audience, um, and tell them what you do in the band. Yeah, I'm uh, Gavin Stewart. I play bass. Uh, I'm Jonah High. I do vocals. Hi, Jonah High. My name's Jacob. I play drums. Well, thank you. Thank you all for, for coming in and, uh, and blessing us with this metal. Um, so you guys were all high school friends, right? So I'm curious which high school you went to and how each of you got like into metal music. So all all of us were high school friends except for Jacob. Jacob except did, for me. Yeah, Jacob didn't join until last year. <laughs> yeah, but we so, we can talk about that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we we used to talk about. It. I mean, like, so I um we well we all went to North Gaston High School. Um, I knew Matt, who is our guitar player, but he started out at a, as our drummer. Right. Um, I've known him. I think almost probably 20 years or something like that and then garrett and gavin have known each other you guys have known each other for what yeah i mean we met in middle school me and garrett were best friends always played music together um but nothing really serious and then um my my stepdad um was jonah's guitar teacher in yeah. middle school nice so jonah myself and garrett um starting our first year and then mm-hmm. you would and this is the power of social media but you had Message me on Facebook saying, "Hey, my guitar teacher is your yeah, stepdad." Yeah, because because he had, I was doing lessons from him, and I was wanting to learn all these different songs. Because I'm I'm not a I'm not a great guitar player. I'm just like I can play a couple songs, you know. And he was like, "You like the same type of stuff that my stepson likes." Right. He's like, um, "What high school are you going to?" Because I, I was just coming out of eighth grade. I was like, "I'm going to North Gaston." He was like, "Well, you and him maybe need to link up or something." I was like, well, "What's his name?" And he wrote. Gavin's name on a piece of paper and was like, look him up. That's we awesome. Up day one. Yeah. And yeah. We, had, we had even set up like a thing of like, I'm wearing this shirt and these. And you these were wearing shirts. a Blink-182 Blink shirt. Yeah. I don't remember what I was. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I do remember that I actually didn't meet you first. I met Garrett, Garrett first because we just so happened to have first period together. Right. And um, I think you had told him what I was like wearing and what, like how to like identify <laughs> me or just some, just some like, dumb, this is the guy, just some dumb kid stuff. And so I just remember this kid in a, in a, in a Duke university hoodie that I later found out he would wear every day. And he walked up to me and he was like, are you, uh, are you the guy? I'm like, I'm like are you the guy? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, I think, I think we're the guys. And so then yeah. we just kind of met from there. Prior to this point, Garrett and I have went through a lot of hardship just trying to find like serious musicians but we were also in middle school so it's like who is thinking about anything in the world at that point but me and him you know we were like ready to be like around musicians and then of course um you know that's basically the start of fault union um yeah. and, then, and then matt longtime friend of yours was a multi you yeah, know so played many several instruments yeah when me and him had first met he was a guitar player he actually was like the first person to get me wanting to kind of play guitar in like a rock setting because i grew up playing bluegrass music yeah so he had a he had like an epiphone les paul and i was like oh that looks sick so then i got an epiphone les paul that was kind of <laughs> similar i basically have been copying matt for probably as long as i've known him pretty much um so but then i told him like hey i'm doing this band thing there's a thing that we got going on and he was like well what do you guys need and i was like well i'm playing guitar 
and doing vocals and Garrett's playing guitar and Gavin's playing bass. So we need a drummer. And he was like, I'll play drums. And um, he came in and just started playing whatever we wanted to play. Right. So then that's kind of how it started. As we go longer, um, you're a we, we picked up Michael, Michael Graves, a, yeah. a great friend of mine for a long time. He was our guitar, guitar player a long time uh, until we went on the, the hiatus and then yeah. uh, came back. When we started back, he came back, helped mm -hmm. us. He's starting family, um, still a great friend, and then yeah. we just did some rearranging. Jacob can talk about how he knows everybody because Jacob somehow was already connected to some of us, yeah. but like no one... <laughs> We didn't really know you as we know you now, but everyone knew of you. Can you please? So, so please enlighten yeah, us. Yeah, I can explain. Can you please start with how you know Garrett? So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So Garrett, I actually met Garrett first because we were in driver's ed together. And I didn't know we were in driver's ed together until it came to the time when you go to like actually drive the car to get your time with the teacher or whatever. They paired you up. Dude, yes. you tried to kill me. That's what happened, okay? <laughs> we were like in a gas station parking lot and we were going like through the pumps to pull up at the front of the store to go in like get a snack, whatever. And... He was driving, Garrett was driving, and you know, like, in those cars, the teacher has, like, the brake pedal right. on his side? Right. Dude, so we're driving, or, okay, driving is, is loosely used here, um, and <laughs> he's, parking. like, yeah, he's going through, and, like, this car, like, kind of comes out of nowhere. He obviously wasn't paying attention, the, uh, the other car, um, and so the teacher just had, like, slam on brakes, and I was, like, dude... Garrett is trying to kill me right now. <laughs> um, so, like, that all happens, and I'm just, like, me, myself, and I was I was homeschooled all my life. So, you know, I don't talk to anybody at this point. I mean, it was, it was just whatever. Um, and then years later, maybe a couple years later, I met um, Matt at my church through uh, the guy that was leading our band at the time. Um, and then played with him, you know, several times. He was kind of cool. He went away for a couple of years and he came back. I was like, oh, hey, it's Matt. I know this guy. And then kind of went away from that. And then I moved to another church. And that was actually where I met Michael Graves. Um, I call him Specs. That's that's, that's how yeah, I know him. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that's how I found out more about Fault Union. And then the whole thing, you know, the switcheroo happened. And, and he left and I joined. And, and uh, the rest is history. If you were to call us really great now, I think that we can say that that's because of the lineup that we now have. Yeah, for sure. I, I just just want to let that be and known. Michael, I think, you know, Michael himself, when he came to one of our shows with Jacob after you know his kind of I don't even want to say departure from the band. It was more just like he did. He had he had real life stuff he had to time, do. Yeah. So he he came and watched us play, and he actually sent me a message. Um, not too terribly long after that, and goes like, "This is the lineup that Fall Union was supposed to have." He goes like, "From from, from the get go, you know, Matt moving from drums to playing guitar, and then Jacob playing drums." He was like, "He was like, this is what it was supposed to be." Yeah. Well, I just wanted to comment. Uh, you know, you said you grew up listening to or playing bluegrass music. Yeah. What What about you two? What were your musical influences coming up? So for me, I was raised hardcore on ninety one point nine The Light, which is like <laughs> Christian, you know, gospel. I fell in love with Metallica, of yeah. course, uh, when I was in middle school, and Mom hated it. She like she didn't want me to listen to any of that kind of stuff. Um, so whenever me and Dad would go out, he'd be like, you know, don't tell your mom we're gonna listen to Metallica, you know, whatever. So that was kind of me. It was it was literally. It was like Christian music, all like all the way up, you know, being a kid, um, 
and then into middle school, I got into like the classic rock and like classic metal kind of stuff. Um, and now it's just as belligerent as, as it can be. <laughs> <laughs> That's great though. That's Gavin? Yeah. Um, I really love this actually, because I mean, looking back, I think my first, my early, like of just listening to music, like with a CD player was, um, like just fallout boy was like probably That's my first stuff. love. I don't know why. And, and I don't know why, because, you know, around that time I start I picked up bass and then, and Pete Wentz is a terrible bass player. So like, <laughs> sorry, Pete, if you're listening, but like, you out, I'm pretty Wentz. sure like, I, I don't, you know, he's, he's just not one of those, he's not a gearhead, you know, he's not super into it. But anyways, um, so Fallout Boy, my older brother, uh, who's now passed away, like, listened to a lot of Vin Sunfold, Born for Valentine, As I Lay Dying, and then I'm, like, listening to, like, Fallout Boy, and I'm like, I don't, I don't like what's going on here, and we had to share, like, a stereo and stuff, and then, but then that eventually grew on me, and I got into those bands, but then, um... Yeah, I, I really started to get into the, the August Burns Red, the Devil Wears Prada, some of those early yeah. metalcore bands that, I guess, of our generation. Um, and now it, it's it's kind of all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. But that, that I think when forming Fault Union, I was listening to a lot of Avid Sevenfold, um, a lot of the earlier stuff, um, just because I'm, I'm not crazy about the newer stuff. And uh, I think that's about where I was. That was kind of where we where we, we were all, all kind of were meeting that. at that one. Because I came, like I said, like from playing bluegrass music as far as being a musician. Um, but my mom, um, well, you know, bluegrass is just heavy metal country, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. it's, it's for like sure. yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's you pretty much perfectly. it. But like, so we, I started in bluegrass as like a musician. My dad played the mandolin, and I, I played acoustic guitar and bass. And then um, my mom, at one point, I think I was probably like seven. She gave me the essential CD for Sade, like that, like like the R and B kind right, of stuff, yeah, yeah. and I just like fell in love with that. And so I was, you know, listening to a lot of, you know, those those type of artists. And then I think I'd found like some punk bands that I was reading. Oh, I know, I read a book on punk music in elementary school. They had these different books you could read for like different genres of music and it would kind of explain and i was listening like punk bands like the sex pistols and um you know uh rancid and and, like the misfits and like all these other different like punk bands that's really awesome that there was a book in elementary school about you must have had book fair money yeah i did i did yeah yeah. well that that was not one you get in the library i was i was for you for not buying a yo-yo I know, right? Well, I was, I was one of those, I was one of those weird kids that, like, you know, all, all other kids wanted, like, I think it was like a, a GameCube, a PS2, or like the original Xbox, like at the time, and I was like, just give me like a book on something that's cool, and I'll read that. I, I was, I read books a lot, and so when I found that book, I was like, oh, I'm gonna see what this music is about. It seems kind of cool, and so got into punk music, and then kind of went from like early early punk roots all the way up to like Avenged Sevenfold and that kind of stuff. Uh, Killswitch was like oh my god, one of the biggest oh, bands yeah. to me Those guys are awesome. When when I finally met Gavin and all them. So. I, I just find it interesting that you boys were North Gaston boys. Yeah. And and you've you've put together a, a metalcore band. Like, I yeah, just, I mean, that, that yeah. was... That, that that's was, crazy. It, it, yeah. it wasn't as surprising to us at the time because, you know, we had friends who kind of listened to the same thing. You know, when you look at the kind of community as as a whole that kind of came from that school. Yeah, you just don't see that coming. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, there there were, you know, a couple other guys from that school who 
kind of started some different stuff and we're kind of making some stuff shake there for a while. Um, we were, it was weird. Um, I hate to bring up another podcast, but I was on another podcast and they said, they said, you know, you guys kind of started metalcore in Gastonia around like, like the 2010s. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to think about. Well, I was going to comment that I don't know if you're the first ones to start a metalcore band, but you're the first ones to do it professionally. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like it's very clear that you guys are taking this seriously. Yeah. And and that you're coming at it from a professional standpoint, mm-hmm. which yeah. which is really cool. Like yeah. we, I personally, me and Cody being metalheads ourselves, we love that. Yeah, that we've yeah. got a, a real metalcore band coming out of this yeah. area. Yeah, that's that's what's up with my nerves today. Uh, <laughs> fun fact for our listeners: I had to do like three takes on the intro today because <laughs> the band was already here. The pressure was on, and you guys have a, a hell of a sound too. You know, like like Michael's saying, uh, it's it's very clean recordings. It's uh, you know it's very well mixed, and and I actually pick up on some of your influences in your own sound. Um, I was getting more of like a North Lane mixed with Thrice vibe, but, oh, but I feel oh, like that might be too early please, for you. Please don't, please don't compare me to, please don't compare me to anybody from Thrice because I will cry oh. right here on the spot. <laughs> Thrice is like, well, it's melodic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. their music. I mean, yeah, and we also have to talk about. If we're talking about our sound, I think we also have to talk about the, how our influences have changed over the years. Yeah, because 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 our history is over such a long period of time. It, our very first song. Is just like radio rock. It's very radio rock. And it's out there on YouTube. You can find it. It's called Want Me. It's still out there. I liked Mask. But that's where we... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yo, okay. So so all of it's out there. We have live videos out there. And and so now, like, I think I'm... At least me, me being a bass player, it would be, you know, I I have to, you know, I listen to funk. I listen to R&B, you know, um, just as much music as I can now. Um, I'm a, and now it's, and I know for you, it's, I don't know, oh dude, for me, it's, for me, it's wild because like, um, you know, where, where I work, I like play music that I like over the, over the speakers and everything. And, uh, a lot of the people who I work with know that I'm in this metal band and they're like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, oh, this is like some Japanese underground jazz band that I found like two <laughs> weeks ago that I'm a huge fan of. Matt, our other guitar player is like really into country. He's a huge like outlaw country kind of guy, like you know Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, like yeah. like that kind of stuff. Um, and then Garrett went from when we first started, and I first started screaming, he absolutely hated it. Screaming Absol- was not gonna he, be in Flock Union's future initially. Yeah, initially that it was that just gonna is. be singing and playing guitar. And that how'd kind of you thing. warm him up? How'd you, well, how'd you... well, he he yeah. finally kind of started listening to the stuff we were listening to. And then now, like you know, um, if you listen to "Temporary," the song that we just that you just played, the first like this is the end breakdown parts. The first half is me. That second half, that really low and that really high, is him. Oh, <laughs> so he he actually can do vocals now as well, and he's into like he's into stuff now. That, like he'll play it for me, and I'm like, man, that sounds really good. But like, you know, I'm feeling like there's gonna be a portal in the room that's gonna open, and a demon is just gonna come out, <laughs> and like, but that that's no, he does listen to the more. He listens hey, to a lot of like deathcore. Like Garrett goes into like Enterprise Earth, um, Darko, uh, a Lorna bunch of Shore. Lorna Shore, a bunch of these like really really like slamming brutal brutal heavy death yeah. bands. You know that's that that's their thing. Well, Jacob, how did you like? How do you feel about playing metal music? Is I mean, is 
you said you Metallica kind of introduced you to metal music. Have you kept digging down that metal rabbit hole? Or? Yeah, so basically, uh, I think it's almost two years ago now. It was right before the band Fit for a King released their Dark Skies record um, that Matt, you know, our guitar player, actually showed Fit for a King to me. Um, and that was the only metal band that I would listen to for like a year. <laughs> um, all other metal like did not exist. It was it was trash to me. Um, and then it was the talk of you know me possibly joining Fault Union, and I kind of like started to venture out some. Um, but at this point, uh, I'm I'm kind of on the the same road as Garrett, like with the more heavier stuff. But as far as playing it goes. Um, Never thought I would, you know, and, and I, I've said this to all the guys and I, I'll, I'll say it now. I do not consider myself to be a metal drummer at all. I just hit hard and you definitely, I was going to say that yeah. actually that you, I can tell you're banging the I've hell had, out of the drums. Powerful I've had this idea for a shirt for the past little while and I don't know if I've told you about it, but I want to take one of our shots of Jacob playing drums as like the front and just on the back it says more gospel drummers in metalcore. Like yeah, that's nice. what I am, dude. Because it yeah. works, dude. It's 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 so crazy how it works. And you know, me coming from you know playing playing in the church a lot as well, like in a church that I grew up in, like I can hear that so much when he plays. Even our uh, our producer Landis Pierce when he produced uh, Lighthouse, uh, <laughs> the first one we'd ever done with him. Jacob's in there playing drums, and and Landis kind of pushes back from the control center and, and like turns around and looks at. He's like, he's he, he's a church drummer, isn't he? And we're like, yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me, dude. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. But but it, it, it has, like Jonas said, it's worked so well. Oh, um, man. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's it's the most it's the most um, satisfied and just. Um, happy I've been uh, with with the drums and just with the overall like I, like I said just just the lineup. You're making uh, me blush, man. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there's your rhythm be... section in love with each other. I, I man. <laughs> yeah, we, we we have been vibing lately. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's actually this new song we've been writing, and there's like a like towards the end of the song, there's like a really good like two steppy kind of vibe going. And every time we get to that point in the song, Gavin looks at me. He just starts like doing this little trot. <laughs> I do the thing. attack, attack, oh, running man. in place. Oh yeah. <laughs> like oh a, man. I, and I, I joke because it's kind of like that, but I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that too much, but it's hilarious. It's, it's it, just our it thing, just feels dude. right. Yeah. So if I, you I ever, would... to anyone listening, if you ever watched a, a, a metalcore band play in like. 2013, you know exactly the Running Man thing that we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know exactly what we're talking yeah, you, about. You pulled that one from the deep memory. For, yeah. For it's me. Like, it's like repressed memories. Black yeah. Oh, no. Uh, can't see you know, anything because your hair is yeah. in the front. Um, you got certain highlights maybe going on. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. You know, some different hair colors happening. Yeah. Um, and it's so, I mean, we, we love what you guys are doing, you know. Thanks. I'm wondering if you guys could tell us why you guys took your three-year break and what inspired the new onslaught of the heart-pounding jams. This probably starts with me. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, so 2016 in general is just a hard year for me. Um, and, and, you know, everybody has their differences. And um, basically, so I, I lost my mom in 2016. I lost my brother the year before. And it's, it was just a hard year, um, and I'm not. And I think a lot of that, and a lot of what I was feeling at the time, it was just time for me to leave the band. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and I, I had the opportunity to tour the country. Um, I, I'm a brass player, well, was a brass player, and um, I was able to tour two summers. It was really fun. So I kind of left in 2016 before my first summer 
with them and um you know it was it was time and um, yeah. I, I remained friends with most of everybody and, and talked with most of everybody um but um and then i think when i left y'all yeah. had you know yeah, attempted so, to keep it going so so gavin left and you know we were we were we were going around this idea in our head because we had actually kind of cut a little kind of i guess you could consider it like a like a shotgun record like it was like a really quick recording thing we had done for a record and so we were like do we do we put this record out and just don't play anymore do we put this record out and play do we just keep everything under wraps and just say that we're done what do we do and i had played in a band with another guy who was a drummer uh, for a long time and i can't remember if it was matt or michael was going to move to bass and we sent this this drummer. I'm I'm not gonna say his name because of what I'm about to say. You know, if if you're listening, I love you. You know that I love you. But um, we we sent him all these recordings. We had done all this stuff. We show up to the first practice with this new drummer, and he can't play any of the songs. And we're just like, man, we miss Gavin. Like that, like that was the first thing that happened. Was like we miss Gavin, and we knew that he was doing his thing. You know, I mean, um, so it kind of came down to the point where. Okay, well, we'll meet up next week. Well, you know, we'll meet up the next week. Next and week then we, turns into next month. Next week turns into next month, yeah. turns into next year. And then we had just kind of, we really never really announced that we were broken up. We never announced that we weren't playing music. We never did anything. It was just more of a, a, natural, uh, hiatus. a natural hiatus. It was just kind of like, well, here it is, you know. And um, I, you know, worked at kind of a local hangout for a little while and I had a lot of people who came in who knew me from Fault Union and they were asking me, you know, when is that record coming out? When are you guys doing this? When are you guys doing that? And it, it wasn't a sore spot for me, but it was also a thing of, there was, given the circumstances, there was like a privacy there that I didn't feel like I needed to fully get into. So right. I just kind of said, you know, well, you know, we're just, we're just taking a break. We're just taking a break. We're just taking a break. And then finally... Uh, at one point, uh, a, a friend of ours who was in a band was playing a show at Amos's in 2019, and he messaged me and he goes like, uh, "Hey, dude, um, he had come to watch Fault Union play. The guys that were in his band then had come to watch Fault Union play. They were like, we owe our band to you guys. We didn't think we could be in a band in this area until we saw you guys play. So we would love and appreciate if any of you could be at the show." And so then I kind of restarted the band group chat again and was like, hey, would you guys be interested in doing this thing? And I think it was you that had said, talked about possibly playing the show. Yeah. Or maybe it was me. I can't, a big, I can't remember. A big portion of this was that I, I, I was also, when I left, I was in college. Yeah. Um, so I, I lived not in Gaston County. So I was, anytime we were playing shows, I was coming back. And I was also, you know, booking shows, whatever, from yeah. college. And then at this point, which was late 2018 early yeah. 2019 yeah. i was already i had moved back i lived in bessemer city for a little while and then now i live in belmont and um and so then it just kind of worked out i think everybody you know i had been playing in a bluegrass band for about a year and a half uh bass and then i think everyone was kind of ready to just i i think we wanted to just come back and play songs that maybe people didn't get a chance to say or or not say bye, but just you know, no, we never, we never put an end to it. So the the idea of it was just to kind of we never really ended the ended we never ended the sentence on a period. Yeah, right. And so it was a whole thing of you know we're gonna do this show, 
and we're either going to end it on the period or we're going to continue the sentence. And that, that well, was thank the, God you, you kept it going. Yeah, I, well, I mean, well, that was the whole thing was we had played that show and, you know, uh, we were... We were we weren't really sure how we felt. I know I know I didn't at at the thing. I was like I was like man. I was like that was a lot of fun. But at the same time, you know, I, I felt really naked. Yeah, I felt, I felt so because. And here's the other thing. I have to go back when we when we were playing all these shows. You know, and, and it really wasn't that many. But when we were playing before 2016, the I would argue that there really wasn't a metal or alternative scene in Charlotte. And if there was, it wasn't cohesive. And bands weren't playing together, and it just like it was all over the place. And then when we came and played that show in 2019, we played with these bands were, were so talented. Um, just kind of you know, I never gave it much thought, but you know the these these bands were. Well, I, were so well, we've talked. To, we, we've line. actually talked about this on previous episodes had, about yeah. the scene in Charlotte mm-hmm. yeah. and how it, there's. A lack of uh, collaboration and and yeah. you know, there's there's yeah. like a segmented kind of layout right now it's, landscape. It is, yeah. And, and but it's better know. than it was in my opinion. When we yeah. when we first started, I mean, we were doing variety showcase shows with R and B bands and rappers, and we're just a metal band that just showed up to play. Mm-hmm. When we did this show in 2019 at Amos's, um, there were all these other bands because we we opened because we were we were we were the new guys, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have much you know, skin in the game at that, at that point. So we, we play and then we got to see all these other bands play. And I remember turning, I think I was turning, I think I turned to you while we were watching one band play. I was like, where, where were these guys when we first were playing? Because we would have loved to kick it with them. And then we started looking at their Facebook pages. It was like started in 2016, started in 2017, started in 2018. All of these guys are new. And so it was, it was a weird thought to have of like, you know, the scene was kind of in a. I don't even. I don't want to use the word like a recession. Like yeah, a, the not scene active. Wasn't was like not active at all. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this last show. And then it's like, well, wait a minute. Why? Why? Why do we leave the party before the before the music starts? You know, like, right. like you know. Yeah. And we, and we talk about um, you know like the, the the passion, and we talk about the music, and and how y'all said it's mixed really well, and like you know we we made sure when we were gonna record we were gonna do it right. Yeah. Um. But before, so before 2016, because the, there weren't really bands that were releasing just such good music and such quality recordings that I, I would argue, and I don't know how the other guys feel, that there wasn't much pressure to put something out, and yeah. that's why we were just kind of like half-heartedly like we're gonna release an album, and then like it didn't happen, and it's because no one was really pushing for that, um, other than mm-hmm. the few fans we had on Facebook, yeah. but but then we come back. You've got bands, and it's like if you don't have a merch table with at least one album and five shirts, then like, why are you there? Are you yeah. why you know? We and people even... kept asking us when we were playing shows after the reunion, like, "Where's all your stuff? Where's all your stickers and your albums and your yeah. singles?" And we're like, "Uh, well," and then that I think is where we are now. That triggered that, that triggered that something in all of your heads. Ass. You yeah. start it sunk in, and you realize that. We we should take this more seriously. Well, I mean, we we never had merch. No, we never had anything like that, and so it was a whole thing of, you know, all these bands are setting up the merch table, and we're setting up at Amos's for our first show back, and 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 the guy who's running the thing like, yeah, you can set your merch table up over there, and I'm like, 
the what? And he was like, <laughs> he was like the merch table. You guys got like shirts. Right you have merch now, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. We've got. We have, yeah. We have. <laughs> we have shirts. We have. We have two different koozies. shirt designs and koozies and that kind of stuff. But it was a. It was a weird thought to have. I'm like, these are all local bands, and they have. They have merch. Like they're making money. Like what does that? What does that mean? You know. And <laughs> yeah. so, so then. You know, we that all... actually that actually kind of leads into something I wanted to ask you okay. about. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys are pretty young. Like, let's let's be honest. You guys, I'm guessing you're all in your 20s still, right? Yeah. And you know, so you're young. You're clearly talented. And I'm just curious: is the goal to be a full time? Like, is this a full time operation for you? Are you working towards one goal? Or are you still just having fun? Like, where are you at in terms of how serious you're taking it's, it? It's a healthy mix of both. So it's a thing of you know we're we all have, you know, real life jobs. We all do real life things. Um, you know, um, and it's a, it's a weird thought to have when you, when you sit there and think about it, because I could do making songs, recording them locally, playing locally, and that be it. But I'd also kind of really enjoy, you know, touring or something like that, you know, maybe in the future, really right now we're having fun in a professional way. If that's kind of the best no, way to put sense, it, it's yeah. like we're doing we're doing the good service to our fans and the people who really like to listen to us by putting stuff out, making merch. You know, you know, you can have a shirt that says "Fault Union" on it, and you show that that's a local band that you enjoy. I want one of those. We'll get I you one. Too. We'll, we'll get, get you one. We'll size one. large for me. We'll get you one. <laughs> I might have. I think I have one in in the car right now, and you guys can fight oh, over yeah. it. But you know, it's 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 one of those things of we don't really have much pressure. Any, you know, still, you know, we're still don't really have the pressure, but we are, we have the right headspace to kind of push us forward as we want to, but we don't have the pressure of that. That's, that that's a necessity. If that's that makes you. sense. Yeah. And we all work. Um, it's, it's a miracle that we practice. Oh God. Like yeah. even during I mean, the pandemic, yeah. because like we just, we all have such different schedules. I think me, between me and Jacob, we have the most, I guess you would say Monday to Friday, eight to five, yeah, if you want to call schedule, it that. Yeah, but yeah. even for me and him, it, that can change day to day. But um, well, yeah, having fun is definitely the, I think the main goal right now. Yeah. Uh, not ruling out tours and not ruling out cool things that maybe are full time, but you know. Like, I think, you've actually been uh, approached from a band we've been in approached, yeah. Scotland. I think yeah. I told y'all about that. Yeah, this band called Legion's Vale out of Scotland that wants to tour with us at the beginning of the year. Do it. Yeah, yes. I don't, I, but I just don't know how it's going to go with COVID, you know? Yeah, I mean, we'll that, that whole thing, but... That was my next point. How does that How does that impact what you guys do? I imagine it's making it difficult right now. We're, we're still... I, I mean, yeah, I think right now we're all dying to play, yeah. obviously, yeah. And, and it, it doesn't help that Facebook has, has limited how we can live stream, you know, we we're hoping to do more of that. And then now, you know, we're going to have to explore other options, but yeah, we're, we're finding it hard to write music because we can't play. Then we don't get the inspiration by seeing all the other people and the other bands and, you know, fr from playing and we don't get that inspiration really to, um, to write, I, I mean, we have written songs um, in this. Yeah, written, we have written. We, we have written some songs. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have put together more songs. Like you, you know, we, we we have before. We didn't really have a writing process. I know we have these songs that we have out there, but the process itself has just been different and varying from song to song. And so I think we've no, just been. No, so I'll be honest. I wish you'd get on it because three songs isn't enough for me. I know, I, 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 so that's, we need that's, more. As far as like, I think we've just been doing our best to stay positive, even though we can't play shows. And 
you know, we're not we're not capping ideas about like possible live streams. I think we're going to continue to just think of things that we can do to engage like our fans in this time, which, you know, well, we I mean, you could always shoot a music video. We've talked about yeah, it. Yeah. That's something we've been talking um, about. <laughs> and, and, you know, of course, a lot of things you have to look at, you know, money and then versus like how time. many people are going to engage with this, our time spent doing that. So we're not, we're not rolling a lot of those things out, but I think we are trying and continuing to refine the writing process. We're, we're still figuring out what works and what doesn't. Um, you know, we're still looking at that. Um, everybody and, still gets along real well. Yeah, everybody's good. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, I think we all we all snap at each other <laughs> yeah, fairly I, often. So, so but <laughs> especially during the writing process, um, it's it's great because Garrett is just a shred machine, and Matt is just like this, um, you know, melody guy. He he has really good just like composition skills. Yeah. He's just very very solid. Jacob comes from like a very very good base of playing drums. He's a fantastic drummer. Gavin comes from this place of like you know he's kind of done a little bit of everything. So now he's like let's just throw in some weird, some weird stuff, which is great. Like 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 and I'm just a vocalist. I mean I don't I don't I don't do anything for me for me it just comes in. Hey you got a song written and I'm like give me ten minutes and then I'll throw something together and be like is that good? And they're like yeah it's good. And then we'll just put it together. But it it it's 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 one of those things of. Um, as far as like, as far as like, like, like we we all love each other. I mean, we're all homies. I mean, and that that'll never change. I mean, no matter what. But when it comes to the writing process, it's it's very much a thing of, okay, uh, two of us are into it. Two of us think it should be this way, and I'm just like, well, it's just whatever you guys want to do. I mean, let's <laughs> go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm very much the neutral person because I have I have no illusions that I'm not even the best vocalist in this band. So, I mean, Dude, I'm just... I don't want to downplay that because, like, I was going <laughs> to ask if you had any, like, technical training or, or if you could oh, share man. tricks that you use to preserve your, your voice okay. and how you're able to push... Just through such raw emotion, okay, just over um, and over. Thank, thank you for asking. That is a fantastic question. Um, so believe it or not, um, as of 2018, um, I had uh, kind of some reconstructive surgery on my throat. Um, so uh, due to due to uh, a, a sickness that I had at the time, and um, when it came time for fall, we need to do the thing again. It was a weird thing because I didn't know if I could do vocals anymore. I yeah. hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't done any screaming in those three years, because you know I came from like a, a singing base. You know, I've always been like more of a singer kind of thing. Um, and then it turns out that my vocals actually sounded a whole lot better. So, um, wow. uh, when it, thanks, when it, Doc. Yeah, thanks, Doc. You did, you did, a, you did, you did me a pretty good service. But when it came, when it comes to vocals and as far as technique goes, um, a lot of people have these words that they attach to vocals, like fry, false chord. Uh, tunnel throat, pitch screaming, you know, those type of things. And all those things, I guess, are, are real. Um, I just kind of make sound out of my face and whatever works, works, and whatever doesn't, doesn't. Um, uh, like, like the the weirdest thing for me that I've recently thought about when we were talking about like a music video and that kind of stuff is I make some wild faces when I'm doing stuff because I, I don't have any training when it comes to like screaming vocals. Yeah. Um, you know, singing vocals, I have I have some pretty good training because I kind of grew up doing theater, so I had you know kind of more more professional singing That's training. Awesome. But when it comes to screaming training, you know, it was 
pretty much uh, they handed me a mic because like um, said here chew some staples and then tell me how you feel yeah just see how you feel <laughs> um, you know okay man you know you just you just started ninth grade you're about to start screaming uh, here's here, here's a pack of black and milds and and, and a ball of Jim Beam and knock yourself out you know I mean that's 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 just a thing that. Uh, I guess can happen. I mean, because some people just have a natural talent for it. Garrett has a natural talent for it. Garrett never was never trained either, um, and he was coming to me during those three years because that's when he kind of first started figuring out how to scream. And he was like, uh, "Hey, so how do you do it?" And I'm like, uh, just, "Just do, do it. it. Just yeah. do it, and then see what happens." I mean, I uh, I really don't have uh, anything to give. The best thing that I can give is breathing. Yeah, because um, I it's important the, to breathe. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Breathing's really important <laughs> um, because when we first came back and I was trying out kind of these newer sounding vocals that like you hear on temporary and that kind of stuff, um, I was putting way more effort than I actually had to. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, like you know, push, push from the diaphragm and like that kind of stuff, but I was trying to make it as loud as possible. Yeah. And so the only training I'd ever got was actually a video of Jake Lurs from August Burns Red saying, your scream doesn't have to be any louder than the volume that you talk in. That's awesome. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so then I tried it, and then it kind of turned into what it is now. Well, that's you got the microphone to, for the loudness. Yeah, well, you know? and well, that was the whole thing of um, kind of coming from the gigs that we had played was you got a room full of people and they're clamming around and they're screaming and hollering. And I'm like, you know, there's times, there's times I pull the mic away from my face and just start yelling at them. You know? yeah. <laughs> so then, so that was, I'm, I'm a, I get very emotional on stage. Um, so much so that I kind of don't know what to do with my body or hands. <laughs> so, um, the big, the biggest thing for me there is like, there was that one time when you fell on my drum kit. Or I was did. That, was that you? No, that was that me. Was you, yeah, that was, was me. You, yeah. I fell on your drum kit, uh, because <laughs> I was head banging and I had kind of like longer hair than I do now. And my hair had come around my glasses and pulled them off. <laughs> and so then I reached down, went to go put them back on, and just with the, but still trying to make it look like I was enjoying the music instead of just being real straight legs, just like, mm, yes, mm, you know? <laughs> so, then, so then I put my glasses on, still trying to move to the music, and fell right on his drum kit. Oh, my God. This was Skylark Social Club, so the the, the stage is, a, is about as wide as this table. <laughs> so I didn't have much, much room to move anyway. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. you guys will have a pretty good sized stage at the Rooster. For sure. Yeah, you know? yeah you have plenty of room. Yeah. You, you guys have really, I, I've, I've been staring a hole through Cody trying to get his attention because, like, you guys are answering all the questions that we had planned to ask. And oh, we've kind of let you just. Oh, God. I'm go, sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's just. <laughs> we told you before this is we the, started that we talk a lot. Well, we talk a lot. This, man. Is, this is the easiest episode we've ever done. It really is. We literally don't have to ask you any questions. You're answering them all for us. Yeah. It's often I find myself sitting my cue cards down and just, like, kind of listening, to be yeah. honest. You guys are. <laughs> really hitting all the po- and it's in order too yeah like, yeah that's <laughs> even funnier it really is yeah, it's it's in order who gave you this sheet you have to in my computer <laughs> i feel like we have so much stuff that it's like oh but first we have to explain this and yeah then, and that's how well we I'm, have we we have a very weird history again I, I i hate to sound repetitive but it's just the level of professionalism shines bright and clear in the in the music you've put out like it's it's in my opinion, you guys are rising stars. Like you, this sound will can and will go somewhere if you're ready to put that work in, which it yeah. seems like you are. Yeah, thank you, man. I mean, and, and I'll say this: as far as just production quality oh, and yeah. everything, Landis. it is all because of a cat named Landis Pierce. Um, so you, shout out Unifi- to Landis Pierce, Unify Sound Lab, uh, Fort Mill, South South Carolina. Um, he is. 
uh, he is the first person that we've ever worked with to basically Just, tell us what works and what doesn't. Let's take this opportunity to tell our audience where to find you guys. Like, like plug plug yeah. away. Tell tell yeah. it. Where so to- um, we're. Uh, we have three songs. We have we have three songs out on Spotify. That's a thing. It's also on um, a- Apple Music. Um, I'm working out something with with Google Play because apparently a couple like one or two of our songs are not on there. I don't know how that works. I'm working with the distribution company right now actually on it. Um, but uh, pretty much where most people find music, music, you can find us. Amazon Music, we're on there too. Um, the Instagram uh, when you're posting a story and you get to choose your music that you want on your story. Yes. You can find us through that. Any, I think we're on the the reckon the um that what's that called the app that recognizes like you play it Shazam yeah Shazam. we're on Shazam, Shazam. um it, listen yeah. if any of you guys are making TikTok dances out there uh, all of our songs are on TikTok as well there are <laughs> there are sounds you can use on on TikTok but we're uh, we're either Fault Union or Fault Union band pretty much everywhere I think we're Fault Union now on on Instagram I think we've changed it now and and. Yeah, because yeah. it used to be Fault Union Band on Instagram. Now it's just straight just Fault, Fault Union. Union yeah. Fault Union there, Fault Union on Twitter, Fault Union on Facebook. Um, we're we're out there and we're, you know. Now, right. is the Fault Union YouTube page where I saw the older stuff, is that still your YouTube page? It is non-active because um, we made that YouTube account before Google bought YouTube. And so YouTube Legacy, um, you can log into Legacy accounts, but... Um, to be honest, I, I think I forgot the login information. <laughs> I tried, I, about a year ago, I, I tried to dig in, and uh, it's kind of embarrassing because like, the, when the Fault Union account was active, I think we were still a four-piece. It was still a four-piece, yeah. And so Michael wasn't even in the band at that point. So that is our early, early gems of just like us figuring out how the hell to play a show. Yeah. Well, that's and how I found Mask, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. And, yeah. we figured, yeah. And that was like the most polished song that I heard. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, it, well, we, I hope you re-record that. But yeah. but but since we've been back, I've, we've also kind of stepped up the social media presence, too. So yeah. uh, now we're trying to use social media more as a tool to reach people. Right? You have to. You, you have, absolutely yeah, so have to. That's for anybody, yeah. anyway. So, um, you know, just, you know, I'm pretty mediocre at video, so just trying to incorporate video, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, I, I long for the now. day that we get our doors open and we're making enough money so that I can just pay Cody to do the social media know, stuff. Right? For. We're yeah. working, we're working on... I'm going to do it. Yeah, we're working, we're working on more content for those areas mm. too. If you're listening and you, and you don't know who we are, you know, listen to our tunes, you like them, follow us. We're, we're supposed to have some new stuff out for you. At some point, I'm really... I'm really bad that I always give dates for stuff, and then those dates don't work yeah, out. Well, there, so. there's there's no date, <laughs> right? Um, but we're we're done releasing singles. Yeah. So that should tell you what's supposed to happen next. Yeah. The log the logic die next before step. we actually get to do anything. Right. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, it'll probably you know, well the COVID stuff. You know, this is temporary. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, now you're and we could have released it at a better time. I yeah. know, right? Look at that. <laughs> So live music, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Who are you guys excited to see when live music starts again? Fit for a King, straight up, dude. They did a, uh, and I know this is a little bit more than answering the question, but they did uh, a live stream concert a couple weeks ago, which it was bonkers, dude. Like it was, <laughs> it was just them on a stage, and they brought back Bobby. Yeah, Bobby was there. Them, I saw that. God, oh, it was so good. Like, because like I said earlier, favorite like favorite metal metalcore band. I mean. I, I love those guys, dude. And uh, yeah, they're I, good. Do enough. They're really good. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can't wait to see Fit for a King. I'm I'm so excited to see um, 
I mean, there's a lot of like really popular bands that I'd really enjoy, you know, going to see. But I am excited to see what local groups that have come together in this and started new bands or started new projects, start whatever is is you know, because I, I I just have this feeling that there are like some really really good bands that are coming together either from pieces of broken bands or from just new groups starting up that are going to absolutely explode. So you should listen to all the other episodes of Rooster Radio. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, you guys you guys had one of my really good friends on the last time, uh, Tavius. Oh, yeah. Shout out to yeah. Tavius yeah. Bernard. Tavius Bernard. Yeah, shout man. out. That's my boy. It, when when stuff opens back up, Tavius is going to be out there. For sure, yeah. man. Dude, Tavius is going to take off, for sure. He oh, yeah. Will. I, I really want to get Tavius. I want to somehow work with him even if it's not fault you know i would like to someday work with him I, I, yeah and i don't know how because it's just like we're a totally different genre uh, music video. I, I, yeah yeah well yeah, that I, yeah that but also just playing music with him but yeah. he's got he's got it covered Tavius, if you ever need a band to back you up, <laughs> if you I want to do like a Rihanna Fallout Boy shut up and drive thing, just let's, let us know. Yeah, we'll oh, do yeah. it. We'll do it, man. I guarantee you, he would be up to the challenge of putting together so like a a lyric. Or you know, putting together a verse to do as a collaboration. Something. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the collabs like that are a, out there. Look, Corey Taylor and Tech Nine have worked together. Exactly. Yeah. And System of a Down and Tech Nine have worked together. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. definitely some room there. I, I didn't even know this happened the other day, but my my, my girlfriend's little brother is 13, and he uh, he walked in and was asking me and her, I was like, "Have you guys ever heard of Blink 182?" And I oh, I wanted to <laughs> I want to slam my head through a wall as soon as he said that. But then he goes. Then he goes. They did a song with uh, X. Um, X had, had, you know, had passed away, and they took a bit, a bit of his song and put Blink One Eighty Two with it. And like it's, it's, it's one of those things that I never thought those two genres would slam together. But yeah. you know, you, you, you can make anything happen. I mean, if I can get Tavius to do vocals, I'm sure he could probably rap like some crazy. The day I heard words. Nelly do a country song, I, I was like, it's all out the door. It, from anything's that point. possible. <laughs> Sky's <laughs> the limit. Sky's <laughs> the limit. Um, oh, and then yeah, back to the thing. So okay, right when things started to shut down. Me and my, um, and yeah, me and my fiance were uh, supposed to go to New York and New Jersey. I have family in New Jersey, and we were supposed to spend a couple days in New York City. Um, I had bought us tickets to this crazy lineup, uh, which is, which was Dance Gavin Dance, which I didn't like Dance Gavin Dance for many years until 2017. So like, it's funny, haha, it has my name in it. But they're an incredible <laughs> band because they have all of my favorite genres mixed into one. They're very Diverse. Uh, they were headlining. It was like Villa Maya. And then issues, like before like all the shutdowns started happening, issues, uh, who their singer, oh, singers issues. now got canceled. But And that's crazy how long we've been in this, too, because issues was like um, huge. And then they announced that they were going to be at that show. So issues was huge. Dance Gavin Dance was huge. Um, you know, when the, and when we were supposed to go see this show. And it was just a bunch of other awesome bands. And then like, that's shut, you know, coronavirus shut everything down, you know, and, uh, and so I think because I value their, um, dance cabin dance and issues, their, uh, their abilities and just the, the bass players and, and the, guitar, the guitar players in those bands, uh, just, just incredible. So I would love to see them. Um, I've actually seen issues once, but it was before they were big. It was right when they released, um, their, after Hooligans and oh, their their self titled album. Yeah, their self titled. Did you see them on Warp Tour? Yeah, but it was like a twenty five minute set. Yeah, I think I think yeah. I th- 
that that's the one. That's production. my big gripe. Like my yeah. wife and I have been to like countless festivals. Cody has too. Cody and his wife. You know, that's how me and Cody met. Actually, was at a music yep. heavy metal music festival. Oh, yeah. That's right. And and we've been to so many of them, and and we're to a point now where we're almost like over it because you get just long enough to get going. Yeah, yeah. With the yeah. show, and then it's over. You know, it's like Seven yeah. Dust plays at three o'clock in the afternoon and do a thirty minute set. I'm like, hello, this band has like eighteen hours of content. Yeah, I don't yeah, want sure. the thirty minute Seven Dust. We don't set. want the tease. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I have this weird habit. You just him bringing that up just just brought back this like weird memory. So I have this weird habit of when I go to festivals, I meet the guys in the bands like enjoying the other bands' music. I met Josh Manuel, who's a drummer for Issues, while watching Four Today. I met Michael Bond from Issues. I think I was watching another band. I met Garrett Rapp from the Color Morale while watching Every Time I Die play, and Look then man, Jordan Buckley like right after. Oh, yeah. Well, like here's the thing: when I, when I say meet, I walked up and I was like, "Hey, excuse me, can I please get a picture, please?" And like, like, like that's like that. That's the extent of what happened. But like, I just have this weird knack of always picking them out in the crowd. Like when I met Josh Manuel, I'm watching for today, and I'm like kind of screaming along. I think it was probably they were doing like the Devastator album, which is one of my favorite albums. That's a good one. So I'm like, I'm like, like screaming along to different things, and I kind of like look over, and there's this there's this redheaded dude playing drums, and he's got a VIP tag on, and I'm like, who is this guy? And I kind of like look over, and I just kind of I'm, I'm looking straight ahead, and I go like, are you the drummer for Issues? And he's he's looking straight ahead at the band, and he's like, yeah, dude. And I was like, would it be cool if I grab a picture? He goes like, after this song, and I'm like, sure, okay. <laughs> right, so, that's awesome. That's, yeah. This is one of those weird moments that happen at at Warp Tour of all places. I'm I'm really hoping that they can maybe make a comeback at some point because that was a really good time. Even though you kind of just get a little a little tease of some of the bands. Um, that was where I first saw Architects for the first time. Holy crap! Oh was, my goodness, that, Architects that is amazing. Yep. You know, amazing. The end. The ending. Yeah. The ending of Lighthouse is basically just me trying to be Sam Carter and failing, <laughs> but it still sounded okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, so going off of live music, how do you guys feel, you know, about a live music venue in, in Gastonia? It's amazing to be able to have the opportunity eventually to play in Gastonia because, you know, we, we t- I mean, we take pride. We know Gaston County has a ton of issues. We can talk forever <laughs> about that. But, you know, most of us grew up here. All of yeah. us grew up here, right? Okay. Yeah. So, like, you know, uh, we, you know, I've always had a lot of pride in Gastonia um, in, in where I grew up, so... To be able to play the music that was made in in Gasta County, yeah, Gastonia, yeah. It, it's amazing. I yeah, mean, I think that's I one hope. side of it for sure. But yeah. like for me, um, I I think it would just be ideal in certain cases because there was the the show where we opened up for the artist murder. It was in Greensboro. I had work the next morning. I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Yep. And so we get out at like you know, or we finished our set at ten o'clock. And then I have to book it back home, you know, so I can go to bed and get up for work. And it was like, just to be able to play that close to home, uh, you know, assuming we get to play that, that would would be absolutely incredible for me. I feel that because I had an upper endoscopy scheduled the next day. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was, it was one of those weird things, like, you know, having, having a venue in Gastonia, you know, is, is really going to be, you know, just, just talking to you guys here. I can tell that there's going to be a lot of motivation for the actual scene behind it and not just, hey, let's have a venue and we'll make a couple dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always take pride in the 
couple times that I've gotten to talk about a fault union in this kind of setting where I'm like, we are a Gastonia metalcore band. You know, we love all the guys on the Charlotte scene. We're huge fans of the guys on the Charlotte scene, and we love playing in the Charlotte scene. Skylark Social Club is one of those one of those venues that has just really, really, you know, shown a lot of love to us, and we, and we love them. Yeah. But, you know, I, you know, am going to take pride in the day when I'm going to be able to, you know, do music in the town that I grew up in. You know, we, we're going to be taking a lot of pride in, in providing the platform. Yeah, right. I, I personally, I mean, you know, I've said it a lot of times on this podcast, but personally, I believe 100% conviction in my heart that there is just way too much talent, and not just in Gaston County, but the surrounding area as well. There's just way too much talent for a place like this not to succeed. For sure. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's something that's important for everybody to understand, too, because, like, Gastonia is like a, what do they call it, like a bedroom city or whatever to Charlotte. Yeah. Um, so for people to hear in Charlotte, especially like, hey, there's a venue in Gastonia, they'll be like, okay, yeah, that's not far. We will start drawing a, a Charlotte audience. Yeah, eventually. I agree. And I, think, I think, you know, um, a lot of places that, that, that we've played, um, I don't necessarily want to say that, it, that it's oversaturated because it's just now kind of getting started. But, you know, it's, I've seen places where like if there was just one more venue, where we could do a show on this day, if there was just one more spot where people could play, it would, you know, everyone would have, kind of have a place. And, I, and I, I think, I, I, th- I think the rooster is going to provide that for sure. Oh yeah, and it's and it's not all one genre. I mean, it's, exactly, right. everybody's welcome. Yeah, yeah, you know. And and, and uh, don't forget, uh, Luke Combs' guitarist Rob Williford is Gastonia born and raised yeah. too. Yeah. So we talked about the talent here. Uh, I mean, he was playing in '74 Southbound at Freeman's Pub just less than 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it, you just never know either uh, with I mean, the talent here. I mean, Jimmy Wayne's from here. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Wayne's from here. Yeah. Um, the Menders, like a really Menders. good kind of like, kind of like, like, I guess like emo Southern rock kind of band. Mm-hmm. They're one, they're like one of my favorite, like local yeah. bands of all time. Um, there's more, you know, there's also fault union. We're also here. That's also <laughs> a thing. Well, and that leads me into the next question. What can people expect from a fault union show? Uh, I would say, Expect to get sweat on. Um, yeah, man. It's hot. Dude, like literally... Not CDC approved. Yeah. No. Like, halfway through the first <laughs> song, man, I mean, I, I'm completely just drenched. And uh, because, you know, I, I try as far as, you know, one, just putting on a show, also playing, you know, what we write. I try to put my all into it every time we do it because Lord knows that might be the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, halfway through that first song, I like, I'm, I'm covered. I'm, I'm throwing sweat at the front of the stage and it's just, <laughs> you know, and, uh, I would say expect to get sweat on and, uh, please just please come ready to headbang. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, I mean, for sure. Like, yeah. um, when we, when we played our last show right before COVID, um, at Skylark Social Club, it was wall to wall pandemonium, that kind of thing of people who had never heard us play before, and they were all like kind of losing their minds. My my cousin and her husband is a really big kind of like uh, punk rock kind of kind of guy, and he was like, "I've never, I haven't seen stuff in New York that was that wild." Nice, you know. And so uh, I think really, you know, we can we have a small expectation even of ourselves of what a show is going to be like. But honestly, after all this COVID stuff, you got people itching to throw down. It's I mean, it's gonna get wild yeah. there for a minute. Um, yeah. uh, I am totally okay with losing teeth uh, for, this, <laughs> for this for this band because and 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 here's the thing about it, you know, no matter what you 
feel about us or anything else, or even if you don't like, like I have friends who don't like our genre at all, but they know that what we have is up to up to snuff enough and yep. it's good enough yeah. to at least be enjoyed in some capacity. Yeah, you know, and so if you're to wrap that up with a bow, I suppose if you're going to come to a Fault Union show, what you need to expect is something that no matter what walk you come from, no matter who you are, no matter what you listen to, no matter what you believe, no matter what anything, you are going to have a good time. And 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 here's the thing: if you're not having a good time, I will make sure you have a good time. <laughs> yeah. I have I have picked people out in the audience of looking straight in their face, and you know, ma- not moving enough. Well, not well. No, I will. I will like kill that guy. Kill that guy. No, but it's just like. <laughs> It's like I have I have seen moments where people are kind of like not knowing what to expect and everything else and you know one I'm gonna make you feel comfortable and two I'm gonna make you rage yeah that's just that's just dude I raged listening to the song today yeah. on the podcast <laughs> I'm he over did. here he throwing did. down he did make the stink face yeah. I did <laughs> I did indeed uh, Gavin Talk, talking about this I don't know if y'all get sweaty palms but I get ex- like I get excited I get that like I don't know it's to weird play, to play a show yeah yeah, yeah and like talking sure. about this is making me go crazy right now but. <laughs> <laughs> so I think every show is different, but um, and I was thinking about it on the way here too that the first show after all this, like, it, it is going to be amazing for us and amazing for the audience. No matter what our what we sound like, it's to the feeling of just being somewhere together again will yeah. be yeah amazing. But we'll call uh, it a fault reunion. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I think from a um, I. I think we came back in 2019 pretty nervous, pretty like uncertain, and then now... Rusty. Rusty, and now um, what you're going to experience is just a very, like, raw, very, you know, maybe emotional, you know, from Jonah it says emotional a lot. Just very, just like, direct, you're going to get everything that's happening, like, you're going to feel that with us too. And a lot of our bands that we play with... They do have production, you know, they do have uh, tracks that they play along to. They have, like, you know, like interludes, I guess, but we don't really do that, um, at least not yet. Uh, we, you know, we've talked a little bit about it, but you're going to get us, and it's just going to be the instruments. It's, there's going to yeah. be no real crazy effects other than some guitar pedals. Um, and, yeah. and, and, you know, at least for myself, um, I, I tend to hit the the ceiling of Skylark when I mm-hmm. jump. So yeah, it is, it is, uh, it's wild yeah, and, and we do move a lot. So yeah. And I've moved a lot. Now, you're going to, so. you're going to, you're going to get what we do at practice with each other, but we're just all going to be facing the same direction. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what pretty you're going to get. <laughs> but we're, we're looking forward to it. And I know we speak for Garrett and I too. It's just, yeah, man, we, we can't wait. Um, and it, I know for a fact, Matt is itching to play. Matt show. is itching Ooh. to play. That boy. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Matt, well, you, y'all play another band together. Uh, y'all play church services yeah, and, and I mean, stuff. So, like, they're, they're still playing that music, but then they're not playing this music. Oh, it's a completely different it's, animal. It's, it's, it's like an yeah. outlet, man. I mean, yeah. to be able to just come into a, it doesn't matter where it is, but just to be able to throw down and just, like. It's therapy. It, yeah, it, it is, really it is. It is therapy. Man. From someone who's been to therapy, it is therapy. I mean, not, <laughs> I mean I, I, even more so on the level of, of playing the music, but just, I mean, it, for a person like me who just loves to go to shows, it's, yeah. you know, I akin it to church a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot, yeah. live music, akin it to church, because it's this. You're you're getting the same vibes. You're getting the same energy. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. And we can't wait to give you guys a platform for it. You know, at the rooster, because you guys are going to definitely be 
one of the first uh, that I'd like to, to bring in and book. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I've I've already got a couple of other bands in mind to put together with you guys for a show like oh, this. Yeah, yeah that, like I'm not gonna lie, the first metal show we put on, I'm probably gonna hire some extra staff so I don't have to do anything. Yeah, and yeah. I can just enjoy the show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. full disclosure, I, I'm I, I don't want any responsibility that night. <laughs> he wants to enjoy it. He <laughs> wants to, yeah, yeah, for he sure, wants, man. Yeah. We want that, you. That's on record. Fire. So we we have a question that we ask every band. We're gonna ask you 13. guys. Is that, uh, the answer? that is C. the answer. C. It's C. Yeah, <laughs> that was correct. Um, so we generally ask everyone go around. I think we touched on it a little bit earlier. Actually, you guys were running the all the questions uh, just straight down the line, man. But we do ask everybody this. So everybody, go around, define success for Fault Union. Uh, I think you guys have already pretty much reached it with the sound and the quality that you guys are bringing. I'm a huge fan. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, for me, the at least the way that I feel about it, I'm sure you know Gavin and Jonah will say something different, but uh, I think success for Fault Union is, is getting on a stage playing what we wrote and just getting a positive response. Like, you know, seeing people smile, they're enjoying themselves, whatever. Um, I, you know, we've, we've talked about like touring and doing this thing full time, you know, uh, talked about it here. Um, I don't, I can't say that's an end goal. I think for us, it's just like, as long as the five of us get to play music together, that's all that we really, really truly want. Whether that means going and touring or, you know, staying in the local areas and, and jamming shows, I think success for us is just, is just jamming and having a good time with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, man. Jonah? Yeah. Man. Oh, I suppose I'd talk some more. <laughs> um, for me, success for Fault Union is, it's not necessarily something that you reach or something that you do. It's just what you are. So I think we are already successful in what we've been able to do. That's what know? I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, yeah. It, and, it, and, it, and, you know, for me, it, it's, it's not even about, you know, playing to a hundred people or playing to five, you know, for us, we, you Just know, playing. We, we have all, you know, not, not going to preach. We've all, we've all been, been blessed by God with these abilities and we get to do them and other people get to listen and give feedback and enjoy. And, and, you know, f for me, that's, that's success in and of itself, you know, I mean, and there, and there could be more monetary gain. There could be more fame. There could be more whatever. Um, but, you know, if, if, if it all stopped today and, you know, I were able to tell my kids about it, you know, later, you know, it, it wouldn't be a what if scenario or right. all we should have. It would have been a, you know, I got, I, I got to do, I got, I got to do what I wanted to do. And there's not many people who can say that You're about anything, much right. less in the music industry. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think, um, and I don't disagree with Jonah at all. Um, yeah, we're already, um, I think we're just better you know we're, we're at a place then maybe we're a little bit more far than we thought we'd get or, yeah i don't know we're, we're definitely successful um but i think i'm i agree with jacob and like you know we put something out or we do something we play a show and then um there's like that that validation to it i guess that's yeah. it and, yeah. and like yeah I, Especially that February show and some of those shows leading up to um, when coronavirus like came here or whatever, um, 
yeah, just just getting that that positive um, feedback from people, and, and then of course releasing the songs. We didn't get a chance to play temporary after it released, you know. But like at least when we were playing shows, people were like, you know, people would would voice their opinions, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't say you know they were going crazy or anything, but we we knew that what we had been doing for uh, you know even basically. Everything up until this point has been worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's basically what it means. And so, um, you know, I I think that if we continue down this path, you know, we'll we'll continue to feel successful. Uh not saying we've necessarily reached the top at all, but um no. yeah, no, I I think uh I don't know, I think I think we're we're not quite there. I think we have a a lot more things that we want to try, a lot more things we want to yeah. do. We talk about stuff a lot. We so. haven't we have we, we haven't peaked. And it, well, it's like I said earlier. I feel like you guys are on a trajectory, yeah. and you know, look, the the COVID stuff. It's it's not just you. It's not just right. us. It's everybody. We're all in it together. Yeah. 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 So so this this too shall pass. Yeah. And when it does, yep. it's going to be a feeding frenzy. You guys, right. you you guys are like. Uh... Like a Dragon Ball Z, like an anime character, like this isn't even my final form. <laughs> you fool! <laughs> that's that's where I'm at with it. I'm along for the ride, yeah. so you know I can't wait for that stuff that's unreleased to release. Um, yeah. And to all our listeners, just just know that Fault Union isn't done putting out stuff. You heard it here. Yeah. Um, so hopefully everybody that's that's tuned into this episode is going to be along for the ride for the new stuff when it finally does come out. But in the meantime, you know, rewind back to the plugs. Make sure you do the follow because Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Interact with us. Yeah. And thank come, you thank you for for coming us. and talking to us yeah. today, fellas. I, I've been really excited about this episode for several we, weeks now. <laughs> we have we we yeah. have been too. It's it's been kind of a weird thing of uh like what are we gonna say? What are we gonna do? What should I wear? What are we gonna? <laughs> but, but I'm glad because it's it's um and it's tough to get all five of us together first of all. But yeah, uh, you know the last time we were able to speak like this, and uh, you know we love doing it. But it was just Jonah, so mm-hmm. really glad we could get at least two more of the guys. Just so here. that way I didn't mess it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. We're just really keeping Jonah. Well, pe- pe- so people say something. Well, people, you know, people don't realize. I think most the average fan doesn't realize that they're being in a band. Is just it's it's like it's a family. It's yeah. Just, yeah, you know, yeah, you pour everything into it. Yeah, uh, your money, your heart, your and everyone your has head, a voice. Your sweat, your, your time, yeah, your sweat. <laughs> just everything. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I would lie if I said I didn't think about the band and and just everything up until this point in the future every single day. Uh, even if we don't talk, it's just yeah, it's I mean, a, it's a constant thing. So yeah, it's I'm sure it's that way for everyone else. We too. can go we can go days without messaging in the band group chat or anything else and then as soon as someone says like hey you trying to practice soon it'd be like yeah dude i'm trying to practice <laughs> yeah, we've, you know? we've been practicing and then there's the always like a meme war that happens in the chat oh, oh that's man. great oh, we're, yeah we love memes dude, it's, we, it's, uh, gosh i don't know if we can memes. maybe get you guys to like uh have a separate one for us guys at the rooster and we'll all just do memes <laughs> yeah, can we all we, just do we, memes yeah. okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna tell you right now you you better have some heat because garrett is the meme champion. Yeah, he'll, he'll put you down. He's got some he heat has, on it. Yeah. He has everything. I sent him stuff that I'm like, there's no way he's ever seen he's this. He's like, seen it. like, seen it. I'm like, you are, you're killing me. I have nothing he's for like, you. I made that meme. You're like, how, yeah. how does that even work? He, he's, he's a meme maker, too, so some of the stuff you see out there might be his work, you know? You we, never know. And he won't tell us either. 
Yeah. There's a lot we, of time you won't we're, tell us. We're, we have this conspiracy theory that there is a meme page that is actually him because every time it posts something, he immediately shares it. And I'm like, that's got to be you. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's not. But like, the meme page has been like, yeah, I really love playing guitar and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, so I'm like, Gary, that has to be you. He's like, no, it's not me. I promise, man. It's not me. I'm like, We'll find, Whatever. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. I'm later. thinking about stealing his phone and going to his Facebook page and seeing what like linked accounts he has to <laughs> just to see if it's him or We're going to get to know the real Garrett. Yeah. yeah. He has a secret life as a meme lord. <laughs> That's really awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys get to meet them, too. Yeah. I, I'm sure we will. I'm yeah, sure definitely. we will. Yeah. But anyways, um, we're going to wrap it up. Again, thank yep. you so much, fellas. Uh, any last words of, of inspiration? Anything you want to give to our audience to take away? Uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, just be ready for what's coming out. Um, eventually. Is that a threat? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> be ready. Yeah, just be ready, man. I mean, we, uh, just to toot my own horn a little bit, we are writing some straight up bangers right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. We hope. No, we hope, no come we on. Think. I know. We I think. know. We think they are. I know. So. Uh, yeah, just be ready for that, man. And, uh, you know, yeah, just you know, thanks, yeah. guys, for having big, us. Big shout-out to everybody who's helped us, everyone who's supported us, and everyone who's keeping up with us so far. Um, come on and Our join. Our parents, too. Our parents, Gosh, man. We can't, Our parents yeah. are diehard fans. It's really weird. My mom, my mom has paid for Fault Union Music, and I'm like, that's absolutely You don't have to insane. do that. It's like, oh, yeah. no, they, you know, they want to support. Yeah. So, and if it weren't for them, you yeah, know, thanks. we wouldn't have had our first instruments and all yeah. that stuff. So, gosh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. We Absolutely. Really yeah. Thank you guys. All right. Another episode in the books, Cody. That's right, man. Yeah.